Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. This is David Shoemaker, and I'd like to welcome you to Living Thelema. This segment is part two of Tarot and the Path of Initiation. So I'm definitely going to recommend that you go back and listen to part one of this um, series if you haven't already. Um, Also, here's some preliminaries to uh, get us into the material today. I'm going to recommend, as I did last time, that you have the tarot cards, the trumps that we're going to be talking about uh, handy in front of you. The ones we're going to be talking about today are uh, the moon, the emperor, the tower, devil, the devil, uh, death, and art. And also, as with last time, if you have a diagram of the Tree of Life, um, preferably with the the uh, Trumps laid out, the Trump names laid out on the paths, that would be a good uh, reference for listening today. Now, you'll remember that we're discussing the Tarot Trumps that correspond to the tasks of the AA system in the First Order, leading from Malkuth up to Tefereth. And in the last segment, we covered the Neophyte Grade and the Path of Tav. We covered the Zealotor Grade and the Paths of Sheen and Resh. And now we're going to move on starting with the Practicus grade, which corresponds to Hode. Now you'll recall that for each grade and the tasks that go along with it, we're looking at two things, two symbolic maps, really. The first is the Sephira that corresponds to the grade itself. So for starting off today, we're going to be talking about Hode and Practicus. Uh, And the second symbolic uh, layer is the paths leading to the next grade of AA, and that's always going to be the thing you're working on at each stage is tasks that correspond to the paths leading you forward. So, for example, for um, the practicus of Hode, we're going to start by talking about not only Hode and its nature, but also um, the paths leading to Netsock and the sphere and the grade of uh, philosophers. So those paths are going to be the paths of uh, Kof, the moon, Zadi, the emperor, and Pei, the tower. And do keep in mind that the overarching principle we're demonstrating here is that every task in the first order of AA, all of the uh, transformative processes that are going to be shown to correspond to the trumps are all there to lead towards knowledge and conversation of the Holy Guardian Angel. These are all magical and mystical muscles, if you will, that are being trained across the first order grades. And I think you'll see by the end of this discussion Uh, why everything's been necessary, why all of these processes are appropriate and uh, essential to the unfolding path towards knowledge and conversation. So with that in mind, let's get started. So we begin with the grade of practicus corresponding to the sphere of Hode. Now, in terms of the Hode symbolism itself, the main metaphor we're working with here is that of a cup and of water. Now, you'll notice that in the AA system, the magical weapon that you craft as a practicus is the cup, and the element to which the sphere is attributed is water. And one of the reasons this is so appropriate and so important in terms of understanding its nature is Hode is the intellect, the the regular human intellect. But the initiate of Hode is coming into a deeper understanding, deeper recognition of the individual mind as a vessel for universal force. The individual mind is a reflective mirror of the macrocosm in the microcosm. Um, The initiative hode through various practices is beginning the 
conscious direction of this magical force, this universal force, to specific ends. Now, um, if we understand that the mind and the, the human constitution is a microcosm of the greater, then I think you'll begin to see why this is a necessary step towards truly being able to control and direct magical force. As soon as you have a working relationship, a functional relationship between aspects of self and aspects of the seemingly outer world, uh, you have a greater ability to manipulate those forces in the seemingly outer world. If you don't have a sense of the correspondence between inner and outer, between microcosm and macrocosm, then uh, how can you possibly uh, most effectively move the forces and direct them according to your will? Uh, speaking of will, one thing you'll notice about Hode is that the path uh, above Hode connecting to Gavura um, connects Hode to the idea of will. The, the hanged man is the trump there. We're not specifically talking about the hanged man today, but the connection between the mind in Hode and the will force in Gabora is not one to overlook. Now, aside from the nature of Hode itself, we've got to look at the paths that correspond to the trumps leading to Netsok. And the first of these we're going to look at is the path of the moon, the path of Kof. This, of course, connects the sphere of Malkuth with the sphere of Netsok. And if you think about what these spheres represent, uh, Malkuth, of course, the physical world, the, the physical body, um, and Netsok, desire, emotion, aspiration, um, fire. And uh, what would a transition between these uh, realities look like, feel like? And I, I think one way of thinking about that is that it's that transition between the secure and the known and the safe and the more or less concrete uh, realities that surround us in our physical lives and the irrational, the fiery, the emotional, the transcendent reality that is symbolized by Netzach. And this path of Kof, the moon, as depicted on the moon trump, uh, has a, quite a bit of that quality to it. It's this night passage, this um, passage through the dark, the unknown, the, the vague, the cloudy, the fearsome aspects of the unknown parts of ourselves, the unconscious. You know that Kof, um, as a letter, refers to the back of the head. And uh, that's, of course, where a lot of these uh, kind of primal, autonomic brain functions are located. Um, and uh, that seems very appropriate for this transition that we're talking about. We have to we have to master the fear that is in that kind of reptilian brain in order to proceed on the path towards knowledge and conversation. Then moving on, we look at the path of the Zadi, which corresponds to the Emperor Trump. This connects the sphere of Yasod and the sphere of Netzach. Now, Yasod is the instinct, the generative um, aspects of, of the self, the, uh, the sex force, um, the intuition, and um, so what we're looking at here is this transitional energy between those instinctive energies and 
the desire and aspiration of NetSoc. So the channeling, the direction of the forces resident in the Yasod Center toward the aim of knowledge and conversation, towards the greater spiritual aims. This is what we are talking about when we talk about Zadi as a fish hook. You know, Liebert Zadi uh, has a lot of this uh, kind of feeling to it about the, the initiator bringing up the, uh, the force and fire into uh, goal-directed progress on the path. And the emperor on this card is that force within us that raises the instinctual energies of Yasod and directs them towards our aspirational goals. Uh, Sadi as a verb means to contemplate. And one of the methods in the AA system of achieving this transformational process is Raja Yoga, um, which of course is a contemplative, meditative uh, path. Now, the third and final path of relevance to the practicus is that of the path of pay, the tower trump. Now, one of the greatest obstacles to any spiritual progress, any path of attainment, is the calcification of old and outworn forms, structures, ideas, aspects of self, ideas of self, and so on. We simply must be uh, mutable, flexible, changeable, enough to let our own evolution take place. If we're clinging too much to old ideas and ideas of self, especially, then how can growth really take place? Uh, so the tower trump, among other things, symbolizes, since it connects Hode, the sphere of mind, and Netzach, the sphere of desire and aspiration, the, the tower trump shows the fire of Netzach coming in and destroying and reshaping and transforming the old and outworn ideas that have become calcified in the mind. Um, so this life force from Netzach comes in, in in a fiery fashion, as, as is pretty graphically depicted on the card, and blasts apart this tower, and the ideas of self tumble out as these sort of geometrical figures you see on the card. And finally, um, the tower card represents the Svadhisthana chakra. Um, as we've seen in previous grades, we had the Muladhara chakra activated with the universe trump. We had the Anahata chakra activated with the sun trump, and now we have the Svadhisthana chakra activated with the tower trump. Now, we're moving on now to the grade of philosophus, and actually the grades of philosophus and dominus liminus. Uh, so we're dealing with several symbolic components here. We've got the sphere of Netzach. We've got the veil of Parochus at the threshold of the second order, uh, the veil that sort of hangs below Tefereth, corresponding to dominus liminus. And we've got three paths, the final three paths in our approach to Tefereth in the Knowledge and Conversation. The paths of Ayin, which is the devil trump, Nun, which is the death trump, and Samek, which is the art trump. So let's begin with a consideration of the nature of Netzach. As we've said a couple times today, the uh, Netzach represents desire and aspiration, the fire within the force which is the complement of the form of Hode, the emotion, which is the complement of the intellect. And uh, at this stage of the, of the path, everything we've done so far has, in one sense, been fashioning ourselves 
into something akin to a, a magical lamp where we have the structure of the lamp. We have the fuel in the lamp. And what we need is the fire, the spark that's going to light the lamp. And I think this is a pretty good metaphor for what Netzach represents. This is the place, as we round the bend of Netzach and aim towards Tefereth, this is the place where the fire of aspiration itself lights that lamp that we've been fashioning all along. And uh, a supremely important phase of the work. That's why you see tasks like Libra Astarte, which is the bhakti yoga, central bhakti yoga practice of the philosophists, and things like that that fire up the aspiration and, and direct it towards a one-pointed goal, which is where we bridge into the Dominus Liminus grade where the, everything that's gone before is sort of harmonized and synthesized and directed one-pointedly towards knowledge and conversation. So that's the nature of Netzach as it relates to the path here. Um, now, one of the things that's uh, almost an inevitable side effect of this phase of the work is that you're putting so much focus on firing up that aspiration that this is a perfect opportunity for aspiration to waver, to, uh, to you know, when we've challenged ourselves to maintain constant, vigilant aspiration. Um, as with many yoga-type tasks, the ego has some games to play with us, and it will test our devotion, it will test our desire, our aspiration. One of the ways it does that is by kind of crumbling in on itself, and we begin to doubt our own capacity and our own uh, ability to, to f succeed. Um, there's great opportunities here to get bogged down and depressed in the, in the work. And really the, the main piece of advice I would offer for this, and this I guess is advice you could take at a lot of places on the path, is just don't stop moving. Don't stop working. Turns out the opposite of being stuck is going somewhere. And if you are continuing to move, you are continuing to progress. Now, one of the fascinating ways that this stagnation and, uh, despair may tend to manifest itself is depicted in the devil trump. Now, the devil is those aspects of life that seem ugly, that seem threatening, that seem evil even to us. And it, it the, the task of uh, working the transformative energy of the devil, Trump, has to do with seeing past the apparent appearance of evil, the apparent negative reality in front of us, and recognizing that even this, which is so abhorrent to the ego, is the work of the angel, is a, is a perfected reality manifest for us to grapple with and learn from. And if we get distracted by the ego's response to things and we start to believe that anything the ego doesn't like is bad and anything the ego does like is good, then we're missing the point and we're, and we're still clinging too tightly to egoic perceptions. So the devil card says the, – the lesson of the devil card is uh, don't buy the ego's response to reality and see that the initiator is present meaning the HGA, is present in your everyday experience, whether it's perceived as positive or negative. Now, uh, this is highly relevant to the, the spheres that the devil Trump connects. It connects Hode and Tefereth. Hode's the intellect, Tefereth is the, 
enlightened spiritual center. And um, so it's depicting the relationship between what our mind's trying to do with the path of initiation and what the real center of our spiritual selves is doing with the path of initiation. Now moving on to the death trump. The path here is the path of noon that connects Netzach, the sphere of emotion, desire, and aspiration, with Tefereth, the spiritual center. And um, if you look at the card, I mean, on the surface, just as with the devil, on the surface, this is something that appears uh, negative, uh, you know, at least as conventionally perceived in in most human cultures, the, the idea of death is a catastrophic end, you know, and uh, yet the nature of the transformative process of the path of noon is that the ego lets go of the idea of catastrophic death, just as with the path of uh, the devil, it's let go of the idea of evil and um, has transformed that into something spiritually useful. So, the real mystery here with the death trump is that it's not death as an end, it's apparent death as a transformation of form. That is the perception of the underlying truth of life, which is there is no end, there is simply transformation. Um, as a verb, the word noon means to sprout. And put into context of what we've been discussing here, the meaning is pretty obvious that every change, every apparent catastrophe of destruction is a mystery of regeneration and of new growth, of old forms giving way to new forms. In a way, it's not unlike the transformation we saw on the Tower Trump, except at a slightly different level. Um, all life is constantly being transformed, and if we identify with solid calcified form, we perceive it as catastrophic death. But if we identify with the transformative process itself, if we identify with the eternal unfolding evolution of all things, then there is majesty and wonder and beauty in this process. And that's a clearly essential step in terms of the evolution of the self, letting go of those forms of the self in order to move forward in our path. Now the final card we're going to consider at this stage is the art card. And this, is, of course, is the trump that corresponds to the path of Samek between Yesod and Tefereth. Yesod being the generative, sexual, instinctual, subconscious forces, and Tefereth being the enlightened spiritual center. Now, the word samik, of course, means a prop or a support. And corresponding to Sagittarius, the arrow, this path between Yesod and Tefereth is deeply embedded with symbols that all relate to the uplifting of the self, the, the firing of that arrow of aspiration toward Tefereth. And, of course, one of the mysteries of the approach to Tefereth is that it's not from the sphere you would think. It's not from the, the last grade um, sphere that you went through of Netzach, um, which would appear to be the, you know, the, the logical, I guess, uh, place to start from. But instead, it's from Yesod, the, the, up the middle pillar of the tree. Now, Yesod as a sphere is attributed to the moon, and Tefereth as a sphere is attributed to the sun. So 
One of the things encoded here is the union of the sun and the moon. Another thing that's symbolically encoded here is represented by the vitriol name on the uh, card itself, which uh, translated means visit the interior of the earth. By rectification, thou shalt find the hidden stone. And um, that hidden stone, of course, is the stone of true will, the stone of true selfhood, symbolized by the knowledge and conversation of the holy guardian angel. So with that, we've done it. We've walked through all of the grades leading up to Tefereth, looked at the transformative processes as embodied in the tarot trumps that correspond to the paths and the various grade tasks. And um, at this point, if you want to explore more about the nature of the final attainment of knowledge and conversation of the Holy Guardian Angel, I guess I would suggest you go back if you haven't already and listen to my Living Thelema segment on the HGA, and also the segment on True Will, which is very relevant. You may also find um, the two segments I did on the methods and tools of AA um, overlap in important ways with what we've been discussing in these two segments. Now, if you have any questions, um, as always, feel free to email me at livingthelema at me.com. Also, livingthelema.com has uh, resources and my bio if you're interested. <laughs> 